Well, hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to Fae Finders, a D&D podcast navigating listeners into the fag and supernatural. My name is Kai, and I will be your dungeon master for Campaign Amnesia. And with me, I have the amazing Amancio. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> The joyous Jupiter. Hello. The kind Caitlin. Hello there. And the stupendous Sam. Well, hi, aren't we just so sterile? <laughs> Typical. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> now, Precisely. let's see what we can remember. Oh my god. <laughs> So, I'm not going to continue that, because, dude, that's... Speak for yourself. Are you just going to be Batman? Just going to be Batman for the entire episode? This is what Farron sounds like now. All right. Another frog in the throat. You're changing uh, your accent each time. Okay, I was talking to Ashley about doing that, and I think you would kill me, Kai, if I changed the accent every time. Every single episode, I would probably do so. <laughs> just you know, usually you're, 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 you know your character is just testing out what sounds right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For the first little bit, it could be funny, but then like once you know more I gotta about yourself, into something. If yeah, I could do a exactly. convincing, if I could do a convincing Irish accent, I would do it. Oh yes. But oh fair. I can't unfortunately. Same though. I wish I could do an Irish accent. The best I can do is like a Luna Lovegood. Yeah. Um. So. You guys all found each other in the dark. No memories of who you are or how you got there. But after some investigation and a long debate about some blood, uh, you all were able to find your way out and happened upon a city carved entirely of black obsidian stone. There you found some disfigured bodies and a symbol of a black snake with ruby red eyes carved into the tables of the main building. Having had enough with the ominous place after a bit of searching, you made your way uh, further through the cavern. Soline pressed Nia about their relationship, and it awoke something in her, giving her a glimpse of a memory. 
After a warm embrace, you pressed on and eventually emerged, finding yourself near the top of a mountain on a small cliff, where a very frantic Zeriel whisked you away and led you through the busy streets of Newport Killam. At the tavern, you were introduced to the high elf Milia, who was traveling with Zeriel, and were able to get a few answers. Uh, it didn't take long for the conversation to shift as to question whether or not you could trust these people, at which Zeriel decided to reveal that she was Farron's half-sister. And that is where we left you. Uh, sorry, my, my half-what? My half-sister, of course. Like, uh, on, on which side? Mm dads unfortunately that i mean i i'm I'm assuming we didn't grow up together or nothing oh no no No. he kicked me out as soon as he realized that i was only half though that shouldn't have been a surprise yeah yeah i'm I'm thinking about that now and i i don't know i feel like you know he he should have known right yeah, to be honest, I didn't get a whole lot of answers. I just know that um, I wasn't allowed to go see him. So that was the whole thing. But hey, it's fine. I got to meet Milia. That was cool. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm, a, I'm assuming I got. I'm assuming you got you got your voice from your dad or father figure or, or, or mother or what have you. And, and I've got mine from. Well, from, from, from our dad. Yeah. Yeah. Something Great. like that. Great. Yeehaw. <laughs> um, yeah. Any other questions? Because um, it's, it's kind of getting a little late. I mean, it's not super late, but it's kind of getting late for me. What, you got an early bedtime or something? No, I was just up really early looking for you guys. I, it's I, hard I work. I mean, that, that was mighty sweet of you uh to do but uh i i guess i understand if you need to get to bed early then i think perhaps we could all use a little bit of rest provided zerio would you mind answering some hard questions come the morning well sure i mean i'll i'll try my best um i don't know how much I'll be able to answer, but um, whatever I, I can answer, I will. That's for sure. Spectacular. I appreciate that wholeheartedly. I would actually like to inquire about any most interesting places to visit in the city. Oh, well, here, uh, Newport Killam is uh, very well known for the, the Star Square. Um, that's real pretty. I, I highly recommend you take a look through there if you if you want to see something really cool. Um, but I mean, it is a trade port, so the meat market is always cool. Um, you could find anything there, anything. Anything. Really, not not just meat. Not just meat. No, they just call it that. I don't know why. I think it started as a meat market, but then I think once uh, the port burnt down and then was rebuilt. They just kept the name, but um, the new mayor of town was able to establish better trade routes, so they were able to get more goods. Is that right, Milia? 
That is what I've heard. But yes, it is getting late. Well, and I do tire of listening to quite a few uh, repetitive things. So if you don't mind, I will take my bid farewell. And she gets up and walks out of the tavern. I'm going to eye her as she walks away with like a, a side eye up and down. Um, and then just really quickly to Zariel before she walks away. Um, most interesting about the Star Square, but more pertinently, is there perhaps a library, a grand library in such a large city, I would assume? They would have some place that carries uh, records or other such magical informations. Uh, For half a second, Zeriel gives you the strangest look with a raised brow. And then she's like, right, you lost your memories. Okay, so um, quick history lesson. Uh, there are no libraries. Only the capital holds that. Uh, ever since the purge. Ah, uh, of course. Government's always trying to suppress knowledge so they can maintain power. How very yeah. capitalistic. So, if you want to go to the library, you can, but you gotta go to the capital, and that's way, way up north. But, I mean, I can take you there tomorrow if you really, well, not directly there, but close to there if you really want. I would very much appreciate that. Cool. Okay. So that's the plan. Um, that actually works really well because part of our deal was that, uh, and she turns to you, Farron, um, I need to take you back to see dad. So that's next to the capital. We'll do that first and then you guys can make your way over. Cool. Uh, th- sorry. I, I, our dad, like the, the one that I can't remember and you don't know. Yeah. That one. Great. I, I can't see what could possibly go wrong with that. Yeah, good luck with that. And she gets up and walks out. <laughs> and then briefly pops back in, like pops her head back in the doorway. Is like, oh, meet here tomorrow morning. And then she disappears again. Is this tavern also a, like, inn? It is. Um, so... Taking a look around, this particular tavern is very nice. Like, it looks like a a higher-end tavern, um, but you can see some stairs that go up, and and they do look like they have some rooms available. Companions, what do you think for our accommodations here? Should we perhaps look for something that's more economic or... How is our our money situation between the three of us? Or four? four, Wait, hold on. Sorry. How many do we have here? Four? Four. (laughs) (laughs) Deepest apologies, companions. I forgot myself. Because we don't know quite how long we'll be traveling for, perhaps a more economic approach to this. Preserve what funds we have until we find gainful employment and or answers perhaps i think that is a wise assessment we could see how much the rooms are we're only staying one night right yes that's a good idea as well 
Well, we're staying one night here, but we could have to hole up somewhere else at some point, right? Yes. I think so. I'm just going to get up real quick and go to the bar and try and get someone's attention. Sure. Um, so you make your way over, and it takes a moment. It, the The bartender isn't really paying all that much attention. He's kind of, you know, uh, washing a, a glass. And uh, this um, dwarf looks over and up at you. He's got the red scraggly beard and long hair that's kind of like really unkept and still looks put together for um, how wild the hair is. Uh, he's wearing absolutely like pristine clothing for a barkeep and uh, he kind of comes over, steps up on a stool so he's a little bit higher up. And, what can I get for you? Um, I just had a quick question. How much would one room for four people be here? One room for four people. Well, I mean, it'd be it'd be a tight squish. I only recommend about two per room, but uh, it's only a gold a night. Okay, how much? And so, would it be would it be two gold for two rooms then? That's right. Okay, thank you very much. Um, and I'll go back to the table. So. If we can all fit in one room, it would just be one gold. Two gold if we wanted two rooms. Two rooms seems more comfortable, but one room, of course, would be more economic. Kai, really quickly, um, mm -hmm. uh, DM, what is the conversion for... Is it like traditional D&D &D, uh, money system, or is it like, do you have a more simple, <laughs> simplified version for like copper to silver, silver to gold? Uh, I just keep it as 10 copper to a silver, 10 silver to a gold. Oh, beautiful. Okay. Yeah. So then would we perhaps want to each do five silver for the rooms? For this evening, absolutely. But I think in future, perhaps a more economic route, just till we have a better understanding of what's going on. Absolutely. I would agree. But our guide just left, and we have no memory of this city, so... Right. Perhaps wandering too far right now is unwise. That's kind of my train of thought. So, one night here, and then we'll figure out something a bit cheaper the next place we go. Sounds like a plan to me. I will head back over uh, to the bar and uh, get the dwarf's attention again, and... Uh, ask for two rooms okay um he kind of toddles back over and gets up on his stool again and takes the coin and slides you two keys uh that'll be room eight and nine down the hall on the right upstairs perfect thank you so much thank you kindly you and he goes back to serving his patrons at the other end of the bar so are you guys going to take a little jaunt around or are you guys going straight to bed? I think I would like to um, kind of orient myself a little bit in terms of like a maybe 20 foot radius around this area. So having like this tavern at the center and then kind of like 
seeing what's like around this neighborhood mm -hmm. so I'll, I'll just say to my traveling companions um, I'm going to take some air before heading to bed I think I'd like to join you That'd feel be a little bit stifled in here and probably best if we all stick together right now my thoughts exactly perfection shall we go take a jaunt take a jaunt we shall I think it's important to orient ourselves especially not knowing anything about where we are okay so uh, you guys head out of the tavern um, I'm going to I'm going to directly turn around and look at the tavern to see if I see a name because I still don't know where we are <laughs> yes, there right. is a name that is labeled across the top of the doors. It is the New Dawn Tavern. Beautiful. All right. So, which way are you heading? Are you heading north, south, east, or west? Um, well, I was thinking like a circuit. So, like we can start like going like uh. So, so like, what's kind of the layout of this? area like is it um like i'm thinking about doing like a circle kind of thing like okay um there are quite a bit of winding roads that all kind of intersect um you if you start to take a walk um even just around the general vicinity of the tavern uh you start to notice that a lot of the roads all eventually converge at one point. Um, this this particular district in Newport Killam um, is the Star Square, and it is rightfully named as the actual pattern of the streets um, in its general vicinity. All kind of um, shape the the shape of a star, and then at the center of this star is where the um the temples of the main gods are hmm. so for where you currently are in the tavern in new dawn tavern um you're basically closer to i would say the top left point of the star so if you're looking at the star with the top of the star being north um, you're kind of more like a northwest point of the star. Okay. Um, other than the temples, is there any other like notable shops, notable people that are maybe like, like look interesting in terms of what they are doing? Um, any sketchy folk? Looks like they're doing back alley deals of varieties um so this part of town is very high upscale um for us vancouver folk you can think kind of the more west end or like coal harbor area where it's mm. like really richy rich um it, it it definitely is like well kept everything is um intricately carved beautiful uh, arrangements of stones there definitely are um quite a bit of small little uh shops such as like a herbalist shop um 
you see like a tailor and a lot of the people who are walking the streets and it is starting to dwindle down from when you guys first came in. Um, but there still is quite a few people wandering the streets, even at this time of night. Um, they are all very well dressed in like fine clothing um, with like basically like expensive silks and um, and other cottons. Mm. So there's not too much as far as like riffraff or there's not really any kind of like back alley deals per se. Um, it's very well kept and you do see quite a bit of what is potentially like um, the the guards um, that run this city quite um, they, they have quite a heavy presence. I wonder why there's so many guards in such a nice area of town. Uh, presumably to ensure that it stays nice. Or to suppress any rebellion from upper class citizens. I, I don't know that upper class folk are so prone to rebellion. If they're unhappy with ruling, anybody can be a rebel. Yeah, but the upper class folk have the most to lose and presumably are the ones gaining from things staying as is. They tend to have the heaviest coin purses to line pockets of those in power. And the greatest investment in keeping things as they are. Hmm. I suppose. I wonder if rebellion elsewhere in the city has caused more guards here. So there are no rebel rousers making their presence known. Even just crime? You know, sometimes there ain't enough to go around. People gotta eat. And the guards come out to make sure that they're not taken from, again, those who can line the pockets of the the decision makers of the city. Or maybe there's just lots of guards everywhere after this purge that we were told about. Yes, that seemed a bit strange. Only one library? I don't like that. I wonder how recent this purge was. I mean, we can find out. Uh, can I walk up to someone? Yeah, sure. You uh, walk up to a gentleman who has a very beautiful lady on his arm. Um, both of them human. The gentleman uh, looking a little older, the lady a little younger. Um, but they are <laughs> mm. they are dressed in fine silks. Gentleman in a nice, beautiful tux. And um, think like more... Almost Victorian kind of style clothing. Uh, excuse me. Uh, you you do fine folk, as I'm sure you can tell. Myself and my compatriots are from out of town. Um, we we've heard talk about some sort of purge that happened in this city a, a while back. When was that? Can you say? The gentleman and lady stop and look at you with. The glance that gives you a sense that you've asked a very, very, very odd question. And he kind of glances you over and then glances at the rest of the party. And with your passive perception, you notice he lingers on Nia <gasps> before turning back to you. I'm going to get closer to Nia. Ooh. Do I clock that? 
Do I clock it? Um, make a perception check. Okay. Uh, I do. I know. I do. Plus one. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, haha, 19. 18 Ooh. plus one. 19. Uh, yes, you you do, like, you are paying attention, so you do notice him kind of, you know, look you guys over, um, and you do see that he hesitates on Nia I'm gonna walk for a moment. a little bit closer to Nia and, like, stand slightly in front of her and, like, give him a dirty look back, like, an up and down. He doesn't really pay you any mind before turning back to Farron and, uh, well, the purge just wasn't here it was all of Jalen or Jaytalu uh, like I said we're new in town you're new to the continent aren't you yeah you, you say that I thought everybody knew of the purge no the purge happened about 800 years ago now and ever since there has been quite a severe loss in the written records that many of the races had here in Jaytalu. That's that's interesting. It's been 800 years and still no real recovery of the records? Oh, well, some of the records still do exist. It's mm. just the king has kept them under lock and key for himself and himself only. Right, and the past 800 years, it's not just been one king, has it? No. No, okay, okay. Oh, no, certainly not. But they do keep anything that was kept heavily guarded within the castle walls. It'd be a miracle if you were even allowed to step foot in such a place. Yeah, you know, naturally. Well, thank you so much. Uh, Have a wonderful, lovely night, you two. And uh, I lean over to the the younger woman. I say, maybe don't get too attached to him I, I feel like his eyes are starting to wander <laughs> she just gives you a, a bright smile but says nothing and they continue on their way well and Farron the, mm-hmm. as you come back to the rest of the group you start to notice that it's not just him It's a lot of people in the streets that are giving you guys quite a bit of attention, but specifically Nia. A lot Uh, of attention. I can't remember, um, Jupiter, what you look like. Like, is it a race thing? Are they being racist? (laughs) No. Nia looks human. Yeah, I look human. Oh. Like, pale skin, short blonde hair. I'm not, like, dressed super... Like just like pants and and uh, uh, doublet. Hmm. I'm gonna thread my arm uh, through Nia's, uh, like doing like the elbow thing, um, elbow to elbow. Intern, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> sorry. And um, just like keep her really close. Okay. Sounds Have good. I clocked that people are staring at me? Um, you haven't really noticed anything per se, but if you want to make a perception check to see if it catches your attention, now that you know, um, Celine has 
drawn this to you? Uh, roll the seven for ten. Ten. Um, you you recognize that people are kind of looking at the party weird, but I don't think you would necessarily clock that it's you specific. You think like you would probably think that it's all of you just because you guys don't really look like anybody from town here. Just blissfully ignorant. And then mm-hmm. also like pretty standard, I think that Soline would like be protective of you. And that's kind of the relationship that we had discovered that we had last episode. All right. So you guys uh, make your way around the Star Square. Um, are you guys making your way into the middle of it? Or are you kind of skirting around the perimeter of it? Yeah, I was going to say, do we, would we know or remember or have any inclination as to what like the main gods are in this world? Nope. Okay. Um, <laughs> but you're more than welcome to stop by the temples and try to find out. I think um, that would be a splendid idea. My tome, I cannot write. I don't have the 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 full. Like, I don't think I wrote it down. Was there a symbol on the front of my tome? Uh, no. There is no symbols on the front of your tome. It is just a blue tome that is embellished with gold and white. Is there a temple that is gold and white? Yeah, I want, I want to keep an eye out for anything that looks like it would match with my tome. Okay. Um, sure. Make, a, make an investigation check. Just a general one for as you guys walk around. Can we all be, like, looking for anything? Uh, like, I would want to be looking for... Um, like a snake with like a black and red uh words don't work right now sorry um like a a black and red themed building sure make an investigation check for that um i got a 15 on my investigation check 15 okay and you have your modifier for that right yes so that was with that was with the, the plus four okay um so you do not come across any kind of building or temple uh, within the Star Square that is decorated um, in the blues, whites, and golds. Um, actually, as you guys make your way through the Star Square, uh, you start to realize that majority, if not every single building, is made of uh, white stone and cobble. Um, there is slight variations like some are gray some are um, a little bit more cream ivory but majority of the theme seems to be white especially when it comes to the the temples and the temples do stand out quite a bit like you can tell there has been a lot of thought and effort put into each temple as you come across it I got a 16 for my investigation role. Um, so I was looking for like black and red snake things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so you are 100% certain that there is absolutely nothing of the sort in, in this uh, vicinity. Okay. Can I just like 
wherever I'm at, just stop and close my eyes and kind of like reach down for that like feeling that I had back um, in the cave before I woke up and see if it pulls me anywhere. Like see if it like, if there's a direction that I'm just like this one. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you kind of um, stop and take a moment. It it takes you a second just because there's so much going on around you, but eventually you're able to kind of calm your mind and focus in on that connection that you had with um, whoever you had spoken to back in that cavern. And while you don't hear that voice again, you you almost feel a warm breeze push you north and then the feeling is gone i'm gonna open my eyes and just start walking north and i'm attached to you so i am going with you (laughs) uh Nisha or Farron, are you guys looking for anything in specific, or are you just tagging along? I'm just tagging along. At this particular moment, I'm also just tagging along, but I feel as though I would shout up to the other two. Wait, ladies, whereabouts are we headed, and or what are we looking for? Um, honestly, I have no idea. It's, it's just a feeling. That I should go north. I don't know how far, but I at least want to go a little bit. All right. And as we walk north, I just want to keep an eye out for anything that reminds me of my book. Okay. So you guys head north. Um, there's a couple herbalist shops that uh, line the street here, different types of um, options for either potions or uh, alchemy, um, those kind of things. Uh, There's also a little bit of, um, or there's a couple shops that do uh, sell magical items. Um, While the shops are closed, you can kind of see a few pieces that were left in the windows Um, A lot of them look like either, you know, magic crystals or um, potentially like wands or or other uh, focuses that wizards and sorcerers tend to use. Um, And so you continue north for a little ways. Takes you probably about, I'd say about 20 minutes from where you were. And... At the very point of this um, convergence of roads is a beautiful, pure white temple, and it is massive. Like, uh, this thing probably takes up a whole block. It is so big. Um, But the... While the design on the outside is pretty simple while still elegant um that that feeling kind of rushes back for a second as almost to say here 
and then it disappears. Is there anyone outside the temple um, that I can see? Nope. There's no one outside the temple, um, although the front door is slightly ajar. Um, all of the temples here, you get the sense that from what you've seen as you walked around, are um, open to the public at all hours of the day. I would like to enter the temple. Okay. Of course you are. And, and I'm coming you with follow? you. Following Wee. suit. Okay. Uh, so, Nia, as you enter the temple, the first thing that hits you is how familiar this place feels to you. Like, it feels like home. And it just kind of settles in, and it's it's comfortable. Um, and even though you don't remember anything, you can't say why... This is where you're meant to be. And there's a couple um, acolytes that are dressed in simple, pure white silk gowns um, that are kind of, you know, uh, doing their prayers or or attending to um, the other patrons that may be offering um, up their own prayers. And straight ahead, uh, down the aisle, at the end... um, is the altar and you see this beautifully carved um, silhouette of a female who looks very familiar I'm gonna walk slowly down the aisle towards the altar and when I get there I'm just going to say, like, a silent prayer. Um, Just kind of... I don't know what I'm supposed to do. You told me I have to complete my mission, but how can I complete it if I don't know? I need help, guidance, something. For a moment, everything is still. And then one of the, uh, one of the priestesses comes over. My dear child, what brings you here? This, this place feels like home and yet I have no memory. I'm seeking guidance, some help. Well, I mean, a lot of people come to the saint in order to seek help. And what kind of help do you seek? I don't know. There is something that I must do, and yet I don't know what it is. Well... It has always been said that the saint is here to point the lost in the right direction. She is, after all, the goddess of wind and fate. But I get the sense that whatever it is you are seeking may not necessarily lie within the city walls. 
And perhaps while you are on the right path, you haven't quite reached your destination yet. Hmm. Just as you came here on a feeling, I have a feeling you're not meant to be here either. So perhaps while you are meant to follow the saint, it is not here in this town that you need to follow her too. How will I know where to go? That is still to be decided. I have a feeling that the saint walks beside you, more so than you would expect. And it's just a matter of following your heart and doing what you think is best. The saint is willing to guide all of us, especially her chosen few. Just follow the feelings. I think I can do that. Sometimes that is all you can do. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have other things to attend to, but I wish you and your companions, she briefly looks at the others, a safe journey, and may the saint guide your road. And she gives a small bow and then proceeds to go about uh, other duties. I'll give her a nod back before she leaves. Before she leaves, I'll just repeat back to her. May the saint guide your roads. And I'll go rejoin the party. While we've been standing here, I feel like I would have been observing the space and just seeing if anyone else was kind of clocking what we were doing if we stood out in this place of worship or not. Here, no. Um, everybody kind of seems to be uh, focused on their own. Did you find what you were looking for? Not really. At least confirmation that the feelings that I've been getting are actually bringing me somewhere. And not just me hoping. Small blessing. And we will discover more along the way. I have faith. Apparently I do too. <laughs> Good thing to have apparently in these perilous times. Well, shall we go back to the tavern and get our money's worth in rest? I think that sounds like a wonderful idea. I could use sleep. <sighs> I'm feeling rather like hitting the hay myself. Okay, so you guys uh, all make your way back to New Dawn Tavern. Um, I'm, I'm going to say... <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, Why are you going to make us try and like find our <laughs> way back? Yeah. Oh uh, no. I feel like we've been clocking too many areas to like really pay attention to it to like yeah. get lost. I mean, I can make a survival check. Sure. 
Make make a general survival check. All of and us. What's what's my modifier? Uh so for Farron, your modifier is a plus four. Mm-hmm. And one may assist. Okay. okay. So Because we've been all like I well, especially like Celine has been clocking like every thing that we've been seeing. That's a dirty twenty. Dirty twenty, okay. And Sam? Oh, uh, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know what my survival is. Um, uh, your survival is a plus five. Ooh, nice. I didn't really help that much because I only got a seven. Seven plus five is not very good. Okay. But Still pretty good. I helped. Yeah. So you like you guys, like I said, it is um, it is set up in the shape of a star. So... All you remember is that you were somewhere northeast when you started. So going in that general direction, you'll definitely get back. Um, Farron, you have no problem. You have tracked things as far as you think you should have and uh, are able to find the inn with no problem. Or the tavern, pardon me. Tavern and inn. Um, but yes, you guys uh, head on in. You guys can head up the stairs to your rooms. Who's sleeping with whom? Mm-hmm. Boulder parchment shears? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, I assume that... Uh... Me and me, me Nia, and Celine would probably yeah <laughs> makes sense yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> since yeah. we didn't so want to presume didn't want to presume but yeah that makes sense I don't think this one will kill me in my sleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> well Farron it looks like it's you and me sure as sure Nisha uh how about we uh parchment shears for the uh, the bed. That's respectable. Doesn't it fit too comfortably? Wait, how many beds in a room? You haven't gone into the room yet, yeah. so you don't oh. know. Let's find it. Let's check the room first. <laughs> okay, so you guys uh, go into the rooms. Uh, who's taking eight and who's taking nine? Shoddy eight. Let's go. <laughs> I guess room nine. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Um, so room eight has one double bed, and room nine has two singles. Well, easy. Oh, Worked that makes out. sense anyway. <laughs> and no, I did not plan that. That's so <laughs> funny. It just no, I, I literally have it written down in my notes here. I love that. Okay, so we did. We just made it work. See, omnipotent yeah. or not omnipotent, clairvoyant. No, yeah, yeah, clairvoyant. There you yes. go. <laughs> Got it. We did it. All right. Are you guys heading straight to bed, or are you guys chatting for a little bit before hitting the hay? Um, I think finally having a moment alone with Celine, I would want to see what she remembers. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I don't remember much, but I had a dream 
and I I was told by someone who looked very much like me but wasn't me could have been me but wasn't and I I saw you and I just know that you're my best friend it's a feeling but I can't place anything else really unless I got a vision about our friendship when I when when we embraced no it was only Nia mm-hmm. yeah I I am not sure but I do know that we're supposed to be friends all I got was that one flash but maybe mm. the more time we spend together something will come up I think so but yeah I just I just saw you in a dream I guess that must mean that we're very, very close. As I remember you above everything else, even above myself. Agreed. We must have known each other for a very long time. Well, I'm glad we at least have each other, if nothing else. And then we go sleep. I guess, yeah? I was going to say, like, as we, like, lay down, like, right before I fall asleep, I want to see if I can make my hands glow again. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, easy enough. You kind of reach for that well of magic that you remember feeling and are able to pull it to the surface. And that soft white blue glow encompasses your palm. And it was, like, just super easy. Yeah, super easy. All right, I just let it let it go out and go to bed. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Farron, Nisha, anything you would like to do before bed? Nisha, have you, have you had any inklings of or any inclinations of the the sword as to what you're doing here or what you had going on before we woke up back in that cave? Because I. I have a sister, apparently, and at least one living parent. So that's that's news to me. And and heavy news indeed. Uh, For myself, before I came to and met all of you again, I had memories, or perhaps dream of, my sister, but looking at her invoked such sadness within me, and I could never quite reach her. And if I were to take that just on face value, it leaves me with the feeling that she's no longer with us. But I can't quite place that and other than that it was my struggle to to release myself from the ocean front that I found myself facing it was a brand new and yet familiar place all in the same time if I'm being perfectly honest part of me feels a little bit hesitant to remember anything I can understand that especially if you 
are operating under the assumption that your sister's passed, but it could always just be that she's only out of your reach for now. For, for all you know, this dream could be telling you to push harder. That she is within your reach, but that it's not going to be an easy journey. I mean, that's just me looking on the bright side of things and all, but... Ah, fair, and I appreciate that. Thank you. I I had a, a dream, too, but Zuriel wasn't in the dream. My, my father wasn't in the dream. There were these these animals. Uh, I was alone in a forest, a jungle, really, and they were saying how I was the cause of their death, how I was the reason why they all perished. And the guilt was overwhelming. It made it almost impossible for me to, to get out. And I, I have no clue as to what that might mean. So, I mean, I'm hoping it doesn't mean that I've slaughtered countless woodland creatures because that would be quite the depressing notion. Uh, and so I'm also hoping that your sister is alive and well and out there somewhere. And who knows, maybe we'll find her. Let's hold on to that optimism, Farron. Who knows, perhaps these dreams were brought on by that d- despicable place we found ourselves with a blood altar. Perhaps we could not have a good dream in being such an environment. Perhaps these dreams weren't memories at all, but our worst fears being invoked. I think you might be onto something there, especially considering there must have been some force that robbed us of our memories, and as you implied, that force might be the very same force responsible for those dreams we had. Absolutely. So let's both not take heart on those despicable dreams that we had, and use them as a catalyst to push us further. Agreed. And let's hope for better dreams tonight. (laughs) Absolutely. Sleep tight, Nisha. Sleep tight, Farron. Just before I drift off, I pull out the katana that I found next to me. Mm -hmm. Just admiring the, the sheath. And I'd like to take time to meditate on it and see if focusing in on it invokes any other memories if I feel a greater connection to it. Okay, sounds good. Uh, so you take that a time that time to attune to it. Um, I will send you the stats that you gain by attuning. Um, and as you all drift off to sleep... Uh, I fall asleep with the... And this might interfere with uh, Nisha's meditation, but I fall asleep with a (laughs) (laughs) It does not bother (laughs) Nisha. (laughs) But yes, as you all fall asleep, um, a sleepless night, or a dreamless night takes all of you. And morning comes rather quickly not realizing how exhausted you guys were from the the day of traveling um sam i need you to choose a phase of the moon 
So I get to choose. You get to choose. So you get to choose between either the full moon, the new moon, or the crescent moon. And keep in mind that depending on which phase you choose will determine um, what spells you have access to. I will choose... Okay, here's my rationale. Here's my reasoning right now. If I pick the new moon, then I have to wait a whole month again for special things that I already know about. If I pick the full moon, that could be interesting. And then if I pick the crescent, you know what? Let's go full moon. It's the full moon. Okay. You pick the full moon. Um, so. You guys all wake up to the bustling of the tavern down below. Uh, even early this morning, it's gotten quite rowdy as is. Um, and you all emerge from your rooms after taking a moment for yourselves and head downstairs. And you all notice that where Celine didn't have any pupils, now she does. I guessed what I am. <gasps> I got it. Yeah. But um, you guys all make your way down. Uh, you quickly scan the tavern. You do not see um, Zariel and Milia yet. Uh, you guys are welcome to take a table or you guys are welcome to wander. Um, all you know is that uh, you were told to meet here in the morning and that's that's about all you got at this moment. I think we should order breakfast. I concur. I'll go up to the barkeep um, and say... Um, excuse me, I would like to request four of your cheapest breakfast options. That is the most hearty, but cheapest. Uh, it's the same dwarf as last night. Uh, he kind of looks at you, gives a nod, and... Um, do you have any vegetarian options? Yes, I can uh, arrange for one. Uh, thank you. That'll be four silver. Each or in total? Total. Ah, yes. Silver each. I hand over my silver. Actually, can I can I give him uh, ten copper pieces? <laughs> Get rid of some change. Uh, sure. You can give him ten copper. That is only equivalent to a silver. I hand over a silver for my food. 
Oh yes. Okay. Yeah, right. we're each so paying. Think, for I think we're all we're all paying for ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're splitting just, the bills. Just so we're all clear. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. But yes, you can hand over ten copper for your um, payment. Everyone else hands over a silver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So you can mark that out of your money. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kind of takes a moment, counts it out nods and pockets it and then he goes around the corner and you hear yelling he's like got a seat it'll be out soon thank you yeah and goes back to whatever he was doing just like wiping the counter and like talking to other patrons that are sitting at the bar with him he seems very like very standoffish but at the same time like he likes to chat with the people that seem like he seems to know mm. an introvert of my own heart mm-hmm. very much <laughs> <laughs> um, how did you all sleep last night uh, truthfully like a log good I think we all very much need the rest before we Start our next adventure. Can I speak to the chef? You want to speak to the chef? Yeah. Or the the dwarf? I don't know if he's the chef or just the waiter. No, he's just the barkeep. Okay, I'll speak. Can I speak to the barkeep? Yes. Uh, what's your name, partner? Draven. Draven, it, it's a pleasure to meet you. My, my name's Farron. Uh, we're we're not we're not from around here. What are you? What are your favorite parts about the city? How long you been living here? Well, I've been here for about seventy-eight years now, and uh, I don't know, but meat market's kind of cool. You can find a lot of random stuff around there from all over Jetalu. Weird stuff? Now what kind of weird stuff are we talking about here? Oh, well, you can find a lot of stuff from all around Jetalu. You've got stuff coming in from the Ilmandu Islands. Really? Uh, you've got uh, stuff coming in from uh, Calferni and Vestig, but, uh, uh, no, some of the other stuff has been cut off recently. Uh, well, it ain't no matter anymore. I guess it'll all get sorted out eventually. Uh, well, I, I mighty appreciate you sharing. Uh, you, you take care, Draven. Uh, if we're, we're ever back in town, we'll, we'll be in touch. Uh, can I slide him an extra silver? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, he kind of eyes it for a second before pocketing it and uh, gives you a nod. Uh, and then give him a salute back. Sorry, I missed that. What was the dwarf's name? Draven. Drayden. Draven. Draven. <laughs> With a V. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are all sitting and eating at the moment. Yeah. Trying to be dainty, but starving. So I'm eating quite <laughs> quickly, but I'm trying so hard to maintain decorum. <laughs> <laughs> okay sounds good um so as you guys are eating um 
Milia and uh, Zeriel do walk in uh, towards, you know, the tail end of you finishing off your breakfast as it uh, arrives. It's not anything super special. It's uh, it's pretty simple. Like for Farron, it's just some fruits um, and some oatmeal. Um, for the rest of you, it's some sausage, um, an egg, and a little bit of potatoes. Nice. But um, it is good nonetheless. Uh, well worth the silver that you paid for it. And um, <laughs> you um, all look up as Zeriel rushes over and is just like... <gasps> Morning, guys! How's it going? Are you all feeling better? Yesterday was wild, wasn't it? Indeed. The rest was much, <laughs> much needed. Yeah, you're telling us. Yesterday, none of us knew our names. Yeah, that's true. I had to tell you guys. That was weird. Anyways, um, so, we guys are, I guess, we're all going to, uh, was Jalen Forest, right? I, yeah, I said I had to take you back to your dad's. Um, that'll be fun. Uh, yeah, I'm, it sure will be. What's his name? Uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, oh, well, when was the last time you saw him? I, well, I, I haven't, so. Oh. Yeah. Oh. This'll be interesting for the both of us, then. We'll just know, Zuriel, that as far as I'm concerned, I know you far better than I know him, so I'm on your team regardless of what goes down. Cool. And she kind of gives, like, a awkward thumbs up can and I, uh, can take I a, takes a seat. Awkwardly put my arms out for, like, a hug. <laughs> Yeah, she just sits. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, sits. at least with neither of you knowing his name, you can simply call him Father. Oh, I, I don't know if that would go over very well for me. I don't even know if I'm allowed to set foot there. So um, it'll be it'll be fun for the both of us, regardless. But hey, you know, Zario, what is yeah. the name of the capital city? Uh, Jalen. Oh, and then the forest is also Jalen. Well, it's Jalen Forest. I see. But that's because it encompasses the capital city, Jalen. Right. Thank you for the clarification. No problem. I gotcha. I appreciate it. You just see Melia uh, roll her eyes and sit down, too. So, Zeriel, this has been bothering me since last night. You said we were here in the city for a week before you took us to the Fragmented Mountains. Yeah. And then in the mountains for a week. Um, Yeah. Did we mention what we were going there for? Nope. Not at all. Thought it was weird. You guys didn't want to tell anyone. It was kind of really hush-hush. Okay. Second part. The fragmented mountains. So far as you know, what is known about them? 
Uh, not much, to be honest. They're a real scary place. Um, nobody goes there after nightfall. You don't want to get caught by the Night Stalker. That thing is scary as all sin. Um, and, uh... So, sorry, the, sorry, the Night the, Stalker? Yeah, the Night Stalker? Yeah. Um, big giant demon thing. Very scary. Very, very, very powerful. Uh, nobody's ever ran into it and, and lived. Don't know how they know about it then. Weird. Anyways, uh, yeah. Night Stalker equals bad. Equals death. So just don't go in the mountains after dark. Yeah? Okay. Although, understood. Daytime is fine. Before we went into the mountain, did we buy a bunch of supplies or... Nope. Is night spelt with an N or a K? An N? I, see. I think. I mean, it's gone like in either way. Like night yeah, time, like not night like stalker. Night stalker, as in like paladin night. Just wanted no. to clarify. Yeah, it's important no, for no, my own in... personal records. The... I, I I get that. No, it's 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 night as in the fact that it only comes out at night. No idea what it does during the day, but it won't bother you if it's daylight out. And no one has ever seen one. Well, no one alive. Is there a particular description for it? Just a big black thing. Just like a shadow. Yeah, something like that. Is there any law around it surrounding, like, sucking the life out of you? Or do you just disappear? Well, sure. I mean, so what I've heard is that first you go mad, and then you die of fright. And there's no escaping it. So if you've already run into it, then you're already dead, and it's just best to say your prayers. Okay. Yeah. Either way, um, there's not much about it. Like I said, it, it, like, it's been around since, oof, gosh, I think since the dawn of time is what people say, at least. But, uh, you'd, you'd have to check the library in the capital for that. No records here of it. Everyone loves a good ghost story. Everyone loves a good ghost story, indeed. I don't. I find it intriguing, but perhaps we best not meet this Night Stalker just yet. Agreed, that doesn't sound like someone we would want to come across. I don't think you'd ever want to meet it ever, but, um, teach their own, I suppose. <laughs> and, uh, Farron. Since you have a passive perception of 20. Yeah. Oh, um, good to know. <laughs> just an FYI. Um, you notice that Milia, she actually really seems to be very uncomfortable with this line of talk. Milia, have you ever heard of the Night Stalker or, or seen it? No, that is one thing that I wish I will never have the opportunity to lay my eyes on in this lifetime. You should wish the same. Mm-hmm. But since prying ears would like to know, there 
is a legend about it that has existed for some time. And can I ask what that legend is? I'm not so inclined to tell. Is there no way we can persuade you? No. And I do think that your energy would be better spent elsewhere. And it best to leave the Night Stalker alone. It's best you don't play with things you don't know. Besides, as Cyril said, as long as you don't enter the mountains at night, there's nothing to worry over. That sounds very ominous, though. What do you think is the most pertinent thing to worry about at this time? There is a lot going on right now, and while most of it uh, is not necessarily felt within city walls, and doesn't mean it isn't there. Are you speaking of another type of creature, or a political issue? Perhaps both. I see. That is good to note. Oh, yeah. Uh, you guys don't remember anything about the Fallen, do you? No. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, what, what um, was Fallen? The, well, I, I don't know, actually. Uh, but, yeah. Um, ever since, oh, gosh, earlier this year, I think... Uh, the Fallen have been coming around. Real creepy things. Do they look and, like uh, uh, elvish in nature with elongated limbs and mutilated figures? Oh gosh, so you do remember them. I see. Sorry, what's this about? The creatures we saw that were dead in, in the mountain. Wait. You ran into the Fallen and you're fine? I mean, they, they had already fallen at that point. We are also very mighty in our own natures and can withstand a lot more than I think you might give us credit for. Huh. Fair enough. So with these Fallen, they started earlier this year, showing up haphazardly? Were they attacking city centers or wood wooded areas? Mm. Well, um, it first started with uh, a couple attacking some traveling merchants in the woods or along the paths, and then it progressed to um, you know, small towns, small little, like, farming towns that didn't necessarily have, like, city walls to protect them. And then, um, after that, it, it just escalated from there. And then suddenly it just all stopped. At least for a little bit. Actually for a week. Weird. Anyways, um, yeah. And apparently, um, there was a couple farms near here that were attacked last night. So that was cool. By Fallen. Did the attack stop while we were under the mountain? Actually, yeah. 
Sorry, I'm taking so many notes. I'm yeah. <laughs> all good. All good. I guys. have. I can always cut out silence. Yeah, yeah. I'm like sitting here with my chicken scratch. Like <sighs> I know, me too. I'm like <laughs> trying to organize this as best as possible, but there's. I'm. I'm just like writing down everything because I don't know what's an important detail. It's See, all I'm important writing on a details. legal pad. I'm writing on a legal pad, and then I'm transferring it to a notebook yeah same (laughs) smart yeah so like it's yes we got this perhaps we had something to do with the fallen taking a hiatus i want to know though if no one goes to the mountain especially at night how were we in there an entire week and come out unscathed i wouldn't not go unscathed. so quick yeah yeah <laughs> well memories aside yeah you guys did lose your memories so you know can't really say completely unscathed but i mean like you don't look hurt so that's a that's a good thing right um but yeah no i dropped you off in like the middle of the day a week ago and and then i've only been patrolling the mountain during the day because I ain't, I ain't doing that at night, nah. And where the fallen attacked last night, the farms, they were near here? Yeah, just a little bit north. We've got a few farm lands that are outside the city walls um, that supply, like, food to the city here. Uh, yeah. They, they, they kind of burnt a little bit. I think a lot, actually. I don't know. I haven't really paid that much attention, to be honest, but... I have two questions for you. Hmm. Did we enter from the north side of the town? No. Okay. No, we came in from the east. Right. Or, yeah, east. And do the Fallen have any particular powers that they use, or do they just claw their way through their victims? No, they just claw. Like, they're nasty, monstrous things. They, no, no intelligence, no nothing, just like pure rage and instinct to kill. You know, it's, it's interesting you say that because when we saw them, they were sitting around tables, they were sleeping in beds. It didn't seem like a bunch of mindless freaks. It seemed like people going about their lives in a city that all of a sudden just are you sure we know the same fallen because that's weird no there's no way nah those things Uh, are pure monsters you know i'm gonna ask the the two of you if you recognize this and i try to draw the snake symbol with the two ruby eyes on like the back of a i guess it wouldn't be a paper napkin would it I pull out, like, parchment and a quill from my bag. Okay. And you draw the symbol. Uh, I'm going to say make a performance check to see if you can draw this accurately. Hey, hey, what's my performance? Your performance modifier is a plus one. Nice. Okay, that's a 15. 15. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty good representation. A little rough around the edges, but, you know, it gets its point across. And both uh, Zariel and Milia kind of lean over and look. And they look at each other for half a second. 
and then look back at you and uh Zeriel addresses you first uh well I ain't never seen anything like that that's for sure that's really creepy I want to see if she's lying insight check <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Can I assist? Sure. Uh, you can roll your own. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I would also like to roll my own. Okay. I have plus five insight. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> that is sixteen. Fourteen. 16? Okay. I have plus four insight. Question mark. Uh. Yes. Correct. Okay. Uh, that's 14. 14. Okay. Uh, nope. She, as far as you are concerned, she's been pretty much telling the truth this entire freaking time. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Is not much enough. (laughs) (laughs) As far as you're aware, she seems honest. Way too, like, outgoing and eccentric to really kind of put together a lie on the fly like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Milia also just shakes her head. Can't say I have. Can I insight that? Yeah, is she lying? (laughs) (laughs) Make your insight check. Okay. All right. I feel like I would jump in on this one. Oh, Sam got 26. Oh. At 13. And a 13. All right. So, uh, Soline and Nia, you guys are starting to get really good at not trusting this particular high elf. She, she's definitely lying. (gasps) She knows knows a lot more than what she's letting on. Um, You can tell that she doesn't feel like it's her business to say or there's something keeping her back from being able to say the truth um, whether it be an internal conflict or something else can't say you've seen it or won't say you've seen it hmm perhaps won't is a better choice of words in this situation I feel like it is not my place to say. And why will you not be forthcoming? There has been a lot that has been lost to time, and perhaps for a good reason. I believe that it is better off we leave it that way. I think perhaps it's not if this is starting to show up around the fallen. It's not necessarily... Something to do with the fallen in the way that you're thinking. Then perhaps you should enlighten me. Can I can I persuade or intimidate or like press her in this way? Like whatever makes sense. Um I'd say if you want, you can try to intimidate her a little bit. Now, remember, you are dealing with a high elf, and you have no idea how old this high elf is. 
Can I softly intimidate? How so? Like, can I, like, press without angering her? Can I, like, um, like, like, okay, I'll say, um, perhaps if the fate of lives in this city and in others in this country are at risk, I think it would be wise for you to share any information that might be of use so that we may all do our part in stopping this crisis. Okay. Is that soft, a... softly intimidating? Yeah. Okay. Make an intimidation check. Okay. Or actually, I'll, I'll allow a persuasion in this situation. Oh, I don't mind which one. I'm happy with either one. I just didn't want to, like, enrage her into the point of, like, uh, physical altercation. Yeah, do uh, do persuasion. Okay. Um, that is six plus I don't know yet. Plus nine. Plus nine. Dang. <laughs> plus nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. She kind of leans back in her chair and crosses her arms eyeing you studying you and for a long moment the only sounds that you guys hear are just the um bustling of this tavern area people you know laughing shouting drinking conversations and then she sighs and leans forward and motions for you to do the same i do and i look her dead in the eye and maintain like intense eye contact in like i'm gonna match you in strength and willpower listen well lunar sorcerer when it comes to things that you do not understand Sometimes not having the answers is but a blessing. I do not. You may call it willful ignorance if you like, but there is a reason why this knowledge is lost. And a very good one at that. The only thing that I will say is that symbol belongs to Beltog. And that is all you'll get from me. And she leans back in her chair again. I do not believe that ignorance is bliss, but I do appreciate the tidbit that you just bestowed. She just nods. I have a theory. Mm -hmm. Perhaps the... Night Stalker produces the fallen. Those are the victims. If they go mad and die of fear, perhaps they turn monstrous before they drop. Oh, that's a good theory indeed. I never thought about that. Well, they were petrified, the corpses that we found in the mountain. Huh. But they didn't seem to be driven mad 
to the point of being monsters. They they didn't tear each other to, to shreds. It seemed like they had a life down there. Well, perhaps they did have a life, and that's the city that they dwelt in. Perhaps they don't attack their own because they know that they are comrades for a purpose. Could be on to something there, I suppose. Well, it's the only theory I have so far, and I think starting to put pieces together is anything anything to start us getting anywhere. And I think unraveling the greater mysteries that this world holds might need to come secondary to doing our own soul-searching and figuring out our own personal mysteries. Simultaneous exploration. Oh, n- n- naturally, naturally. But uh, I- I'd say if if everyone's ready to go, we might make for the forest. Oh, yeah. We're still doing that. Okay. Um, yeah. Are you guys ready to go? Do you have all your things? I believe so. I just have one more question, Melia. Not to put you on the spot. But say this information is something we do choose to pursue. Would that be in the library? Or would that be something the king has perhaps left forgotten? That I cannot say. I am not entirely sure what knowledge the king has kept after the purge. Or at least the previous king at that time. Thank you for your time. And Zeriel just shoots up out of her chair and she's like, okay, we're going, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay, let's go. Um, we gotta find a tree. We gotta, we gotta leave town. Just, just any tree. Yeah, just any tree. Uh, sure. Okay, cool. Um, Milia, are you coming? I don't suppose. Why not? Great. Okay. Um, I knew you would, so that's fine. But let's go. Uh, and she kind of like pulls at Milia's chair to like get her up. <laughs> and you can tell she's like really excited but really nervous about all of this at the same time. Like she's not entirely sure what to make of all of this, but all she knows is that she just she she gets to show off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um so she leads you all outside of the tavern um she does take you east so uh you do go through the star square again and um again you do notice that there is still a heavy guard presence in the star square but it's not as heavy as it was last night um and now that the sun has risen Um, You can see that specifically the temples themselves, each are made of um, stones so smooth that they reflect the sunlight in a glint. I note the beauty. And give a little smile. 
And she's like, um, so did you guys take a little bit of a walk through here? We did, actually, last night. It was quite magnificent, but even more glorious in the light. Oh, yeah. This place you have to see in the light, because the way that the temples are made, depending on the time of day, depends on which ones shine the most. It's really cool. But, I mean, the, the, the Temple of Light, the middle one there, um, that one always shines, because, you know, it, it's the Temple of Light. Why not? Um, but then you got the Temple of the Saint, and then um, you've got... The uh, Temple of Malia, and that's, that's a, mm, that's Malia, yeah. Um, and then you've got the Temple of Hako, and then, um, and she's like, and she's pointing to each direction of where these temples are. And then the Temple of Saw, and, and the Temple of Varuna. Is there a lunar temple? Something of the moon? Oh. No. Not here. I see. Temple of the Moon. I think that's in the... Ooh, I think that's what the... Um, what the desert worships. Terkskew Desert. Isn't that right, Milia? Yes, it is uh, a goddess of the Terkskew Desert. That is for certain. What is her name? As far as I am aware, she goes by many names, uh, Luna being the most common. Perhaps I'd like to see that temple one day. Perhaps. It is a very beautiful temple to visit at night, especially during the full moon. Hmm. Um... Cereal, my utmost spunky tour guide. I hmm. do believe I've missed one of your temples. I've got Light, Malia, mm -hmm. Hako, Sa, and Varuna. Oh, and the Saint. Saint. Uh, up north. Yeah. Thank Otherwise you. known as Aos. Okay. Hmm. Aos? Oh, you guys went to the Saint? That's cool. That one's really pretty. Um, one of the better ones, other than the Temple of the Light, that's for sure. Although, usually the Saint and the Light template are typically go hand in hand. At least in lore. But yeah, um, so that's Star Square. Um, if you were to go more south, uh, that's where the meat market is, because, you know, it's near the docks, because trade um and then if you go uh more north that is um well we 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 call it we call it ruffian square but it's actually known as um as uh as as third town and um well you just don't you don't want to go there it's fine it's for the farmers mostly And she uh, continues to lead you through the city. And she's like pointing out, you know, like little little things like, oh, that's, you know, where that's where I, I usually go and get my clothes fitted because they're great. They're like the lady there. Super, super good. Pristine in detailing and everything. And that's where I get my shoes done because 
they they're the only ones that can make them feel comfortable um and uh and, and she just goes on and on and on as she leads you through town and um eventually you guys do reach the city walls and uh you step out and it's actually it's actually quite beautiful there's a there's a little bit of a field um with pretty green grass compared to uh how close to the mountain range you guys are and how south this uh town is um and then you've got you know the the initial like forest before the mountain range and uh she just starts heading for the closest tree okay so um we're gonna we're gonna tree stride because that's the fastest way to do things unless one of you can teleport i don't know um, i would love but... to try tree striding again with you cereal <laughs> i would love to do that as well i would love to see if i can conjure a, a portal though just in case for any future potential need oh cool well you'll have a lot of uh a lot better better use for that in the capital city honestly because that's where all the teleportation circles are so they can kind of show you you know what goes where um makes things easier i think right milia yes dear okay cool um but yeah we'll tree start for now because again easiest um and she reaches for the tree and puts her hand on it she's like okay everyone through let's go and this portal opens up in the tree. When we land, can I can I deduce if mm-hmm. Milia is Zariel's mother? Ooh. Because she she's I just yeah, I would like to I would like to ask. Actually I'm just gonna ask. Milia, Zariel, are you mother and daughter? <laughs> uh, no no uh milia is uh actually my bodyguard oh yeah weird huh interesting may may i ask why why do you have a bodyguard oh because um mama said so and who's mama oh well um she's the the mayor's wife now so you're the mayor's stepdaughter yeah great that's good for you i'm so happy for you thanks it's kind of it's kind of nice um i assume that we're all having this conversation after you guys step through yeah 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 Yeah. once we land land. we're just standing on the other side like talking (laughs) to the tree Cause, cause you know this only lasts for like six seconds. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Once we land, <laughs> yeah. So you guys are all uh, on the other side. The portal has closed behind you, but you've all stepped through. Milia as well as the last one through, and uh, she just kind of crosses her arms over her chest, and the job pays well, and quite frankly, it gives me something to do that isn't boring as all sin. And what was it you did before you were a bodyguard, Muriel? Milia. Milia. (laughs) I was... 
a bookkeeper of sorts. How old exactly are you? Did you live to see the first king? Old enough. Or have you kept books at the library in the capital? I was not privy to keep any books at the time of the purge. So you were alive to see the purge? I was. But you believe in blissful ignorance? I believe I have seen both sides, and were it me, I would wish not to know. I would wish to know. Most people who don't do. And some people who do wish are satisfied once they learn. Well, and she looks at you specifically, Nia. Perhaps the king will grant you access to whatever it is you seek. Are you insinuating that Nia has a connection with this king? Well, Nia is the king's daughter. <laughs> That's what I was getting from that. Oh Holy my god! That's why people are looking at you! <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> then, if you know that Nia is the king's daughter, then... And Nia and I have been friends since the very beginning. Do you also know what our relationship... How I fit into this royal court... There was a tournament in which you won, and it granted you any wish, and your wish was to be her advisor. So you have been by her side ever since, even before, I believe. Nia's just kind of like standing there looking a little like shell shocked like I'm I'm who I'm who I'm a I'm a princess and just kind of just stares straight ahead <laughs> what kind of tournament was it that I won juggling <laughs> juggling yeah definitely I'm thinking... you were the best juggler in all the realm <laughs> that's canon now um <laughs> <laughs> Something of the magical variety, perhaps? <laughs> oh my god, perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Literally. I almost um, said shut up. <laughs> you should um, put that as a quote, like, right now. <laughs> yeah. Um... Sorry, you had asked Amelia about the tournament, correct? Yeah, like, what kind of tournament was it? Uh, a tournament in which you demanded. Of what variety? Magical or physical or combat-related? What? Uh, Intellectual-based? All sorts. The challenger was able to choose what the match was. Who did I fight? 
a lot. These cryptic answers are growing ever tiresome. Are you going to be straightforward with me? Well, where's the fun in that? I suppose. M Milia, what king would allow his daughter to go venture to the dangerous mountains where she could very well encounter the Night Stalker? Why were we allowed to go where we did? I think that is perhaps a better question for the king. Coming from me, it may not have the same... <sighs> reception. Fair point, but I feel like the king's just going to try to cover for his ass. I'd rather hear it from someone who's not the king. I think that he will be more than happy to explain things when he sees you guys. So we've already met the king. Indeed. Great. Wonderful. And I suppose Nisha and I are just lucky souls who managed to fail our way up to meeting the king. I don't know if you would be best to call yourselves lucky in this situation, but right, of course. I suppose that is the best way to put it. Great, just checking. Wanted to make sure I wasn't secretly the high wizard or anything. Oh, no, that role is taken by Celine. I am the high sorceress. At least in Jalen. Very well. And she kind of looks a little bit smug like, I knew I was highborn. <laughs> right. Well, Nisha... You heard the lady. We're chopped liver. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move onwards. Onwards and upwards? <laughs> Zariel is still looking between Milia and Nia and Celine, and just like, You guys didn't tell me she was a prince. The princess. Oh, gosh. Oh, that makes a whole lot more sense as to why it was all hush-hush. Um, Theron, that's not okay. Uh, that's rude. You shouldn't have done that to me as your sister. I, I was about to say the same thing. You're saying I, as your half-brother, didn't tell you that this was the princess? <laughs> that, no! That seems, seems mighty implied of me. I apologize. I understand why you're upset. I'm upset with me, too. Oh, and then, and then she instantly turns to Milia and is just like, you didn't tell me either. That's not okay. You're supposed, like, Milia just smiles and starts walking off through the forest. What if she's making it up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We know. should have incited. Insight check. <laughs> Retroactive, pot, like, rumination. No, nope. she's no. she's already you, you, she's and you already were both, leaving. You were both so happy to believe it too. Why would you insight check it? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, Milia's already gone. There's that's gone. <laughs> Nisha kind of bounds up next to Milia. So, Milia, do you know how our ragtag party became to be? I do. 
And is that another tale for the king to tell, or will you share it with us? I believe it would be a better tale for the king to say. Well, obviously, as high sorceress and as Nia's advisor, it would only be sensible that we would stay together. But yes, I, Farron and Nisha, how you became part of our traveling squad, that will be an interesting tale. I look forward to knowing. You all started walking off and Nia's still just standing there, just like staring, like, <laughs> like glazed over, just like, <laughs> yeah, Come on, princess. We've got a father to see. Uh, oh, right. And she starts walking forward. All right. So you guys uh, follow Milia and Zariel through the forest. Um, this particular part of the forest it looks like it had once been pretty dense. Um, you can see remnants of um, what was once perhaps a great fire that ripped through this forest. Um, there's still burnt husks of trees as well as um, a lot of um, new growth that is starting to pop up um, from the forest floor. And um, it, while it still does let in enough light in order for you to be able to see quite clearly, uh, it, it is dense enough that it is quite dimmed for it being, at this point, probably early afternoon or at least late morning. Um, and the whole time that uh, you guys are walking, the forest is extremely loud with different types of bird calls. Um, you hear a couple crickets here and there, um, some animals skittering through the bushes and along the treetops. Um, there is quite a bit of life, despite the... Uh, the remnants of the whatever fire had come through here. And uh, eventually you guys do come across uh, some stone ruins. At least the, the way that they're laid out, it looks like they may have once been buildings, perhaps a part of a town. Um, and Milia looks very saddened and tries to keep her eyes just straight ahead and not necessarily look at the runes of, of this area. And a little ways past where the last runes were, you see tall wooden walls uh, start to appear in the distance. Do I claw? Oh, sorry. And along those walls, you see elven archers. Do I clock that uh, Melia looked sad? Mm, it's not very apparent on her face. It's more so she just kind of kept her eyes, kept her eyes forward, didn't really look around. Um, Farron would have caught it 
What's my passive perception? Thirteen. Thirteen? Okay. Amelia, you seem to know an awful lot about things and such. Do you know what happened here? There was a great fire um, about, oh gosh, I would say 20 years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, the original city of the elves that used to dwell here, well, um, had to move. And right. now, uh, whatever is left is now up ahead. And I'm, I'm assuming that a lot of people were lost in the fire. Your assumption would be correct. Was it set intentionally or just a freak disaster? Um, no one really knows, to be honest. Uh, it just kind of popped out of nowhere and by the time it was too far gone or by the time anybody really even noticed that it was a thing it was too far too far along for anyone to do anything about it well thank you for for telling me did you lose anyone in the fire She takes a deep breath in, and uh, and then Zeril pipes up. Okay, so we're here. Um, this is the Elven City. Uh, welcome home. And that's where we're going to end tonight. Nice.